0: He scopes out the present, shakes out the past, and keeps an eye out on the future. This is the Racing with Bruno podcast. Well, we're back. This is Racing with Bruno, Bruno DiGiulio. And we took a little break from our podcast. I wanted to kind of refresh and get ready for the spring. Because I I, I I always do very well in the spring myself, and you will too. We have our exclusive workouts from Keeneland and Churchill. Uh, we're going to have a fun summer. And of course, it culminates in, in the fall with Breeders Cup being a Keeneland. And last time that happened, we made a ton of money. So I've got a special guest for you today. And, and it's taken me a long time to get this person to come on and do a podcast she is my right hand person uh she does three tracks she's phenomenal but she's also very introverted and getting her to come on board was a bit of a trick and uh once she got going she's great uh it's amy kearns um long time friend of racing with bruno for the past 10 years formerly worked with Jess Jackson and Steve Asmussen and the barn with Kerlin and Rachel. Um, And Scott, she's worked in this industry her whole life. And she's uh, a very, she's become an incredible handicapper. And I wanted to share uh, her with you today and let you hear a little bit from her since she's, she does a lot of, you know, work with us and I couldn't... Racing with Bruno would not be the same without her. So, uh, let's find what Amy's hiding out. There she is. Amy Kearns, welcome to Racing with Bruno. For Gulfstream Park, um, our numbers at Gulfstream Park were really, really good. And I wanted to kind of go over them with you a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and So, as far as the last 19 days, uh, that covers 186 races. Um, We had 52 winners on top, which is 28%. Not bad. Not bad. 38% – excuse me, 30 second-choice winners. So, Mm -hmm. that's 48% of the races – the first and second-top choice won. I mean, right. so the overall was 48%. It's yeah. just almost half of the races we have the first the first two choices are the winners. Uh, if Absolutely. You take and I, off, would,
1: I would actually even – I, I would say that there's probably even a little bit more overlap there because sometimes, you know, if it's a favorite that might seem to be, you know, at a bit of a short price, you think it's going to go off at a short price. Sometimes, you know, you'll want to put that one second, you know, if there's some kind of evenness between right. the two and you'll put a bit of the price more on top. So I think there's probably even more overlap as far as how good those numbers we don't are.
0: Have, we don't have the luxury of sitting there and crafting a ticket with five minutes to go, you know, because, right. you know, when you do it the night before, you don't know who's going to get really bad. I mean, you have an idea, Absolutely. right? You don't. You, you don't have that. So the t- first three choices, pay sixty-three, one sixty-three percent of the time, the first three choices of Gulfstream. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know how much better you can do than that.
0: No, you can't. And and we're in the business of picking winners. Um, yes. And
1: as, as you we have, you have developed, you have always you have said, even if you give somebody a winner. They'll screw the ticket up. Well, so my line too. is my line. I was, is, use, I was is, use a bad
0: word, but no, that's, that was fine because I was I would have said worse. You can lead a handicapper to the window, but you can't make them bet the winner.
1: Absolutely, yeah. and I, I and I can say the exact same thing about me. That's been my life today at Tampa. I zig at Zach, <laughs> even when I even when I've got the winners.
0: Uh, it's about putting them together, you know. Now, another part of the Gulfstream Park stats, 52% of the top four, uh, bo- if you boxed our top four choices, you hit the exact 52% of the time. Yes. Now, we're not even talking Tampa. You want right. to recap what you did at Tampa?
1: Well, I love me from Tampa, which I never thought I would, but, yeah, I mean, in just it was like a little over two weeks, we had like twenty thousand in pick four, pick five tickets on the sheet. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean the, that, latest I a, the latest one was a. The latest one was Yeah,
0: I have uh pick five, I but we have... had an eight
1: thousand dollar pick five, March thirteenth, and that I think that pick four that day paid played, played really good too.
0: No, you did. I've got it all on my Twitter feed.
1: But yeah, just in um, pick four, pick five tickets at Tampa. That's that's pretty good in a couple of weeks. No,
0: that's, I mean that's not an easy circuit. What's your secret there? I mean, what, I, I, I I I I I dabble with it, but what's your secret over there?
1: Oh, well, I I I like Tampa because I find that the it tends to be your kind of consistent trainers and jockeys. You're watching the same horses oftentimes over and over and over again, and if you really pay attention and you're, you know, watching the races and taking your notes, you just really get a feel. And especially, you know, Tampa you can get those really great prices. And if you can pick those couple of spots in a ticket where you're feeling, you know, really good, and then you know those cheaper claiming races and the turf races with the big fields, you're going to tend to get prices in those races. Then you pick those races out and, you know, spread in those. And a lot of times when you're spreading in those, it makes sense because you're going to get those. You're absolutely going to get those favorites. And You're going to get your D'Angelo's off the claim, which are going to get bet down. Whatever Camacho's riding is going to get bet down, right? Um, right. So you can get, you know, prices. Well, what's it on April first? She's just an absolute rock star. Who is that, Madeline Rowland? Okay, she's had a couple of winners today, um, at least. And she, you know, always going to look for her, and you know, you get some good prices on her. Um, I just think there's, well, they I can tell you be on April, Betting raises.
0: on April first. You hit the pick five for ten thousand and eighty nine dollars now you're, yeah. you I, I got your ticket here in front of me. You went with two double singles, meaning that you went with the two three six with the one and five with two four nine with three and seven with three five seven eight fourteen. Now there was a couple of scratches brought the ticket yeah. down well, let me ask you right. you've been doing the you do the double single how do you when when uh, you know, for example, people talk a lot about ticket structure and putting it together. It's. Uh, do you worry about the ticket structure first, or do you do the picks and then go, "Hey, I like this race. I'm going to go down the two deep, and I don't like this race. I'm going to go down the four deep."
1: I, I, that's what I do. I don't think about the structure at first. I do. I do about the, the, the race first, and then I look at the structure. And like today I didn't love the card today. And I really kind of, you know, struggled narrowing some down and everything. I and mean, then, you know, sometimes you just realize it's like midnight and you've been staring at it for hours and you're just like, Maybe I just don't really like this card, you know, that April first card, loved the card. Like it was one of those just you know, things just fell into place. And on those, um on the double single ones, though, they're um you know Tampa, especially when you're looking at our algorithm. If you get a top pace data,
0: an F1, an F1,
1: yeah, an F1 that has a lot of, or a, sort of a big amount of, sort of a dis- disparity between that and the next one. Okay if it's not a maiden claiming or maiden special weight and you, you it, it's the separation in that one where I will take a series so what well, you're talking about
0: you're looking at you're looking at the Zeta figures and you're saying yes. this horse has got a 38 f1 which is a 38 yep. you know the 38 on the sheet you could see it right. and the next f2 would be a 42 you would say that's yes. a pretty big four, three to four lane. Exactly. So at Tampa, you're saying you are looking for an advantage in your in your pace figures on horses those, in the, the claiming races.
1: yes, F1s, especially at Tampa, I get in those lower level claiming races. You can. I, I'd love to get. That's where I find a lot of prices at Tampa, and it's and you know if we, as we've talked before, it's not. Something that you can always necessarily see with your sort of the naked eye, just looking at past performances, it will help you know pull stuff out. It will give me a, another reason to look at something.
0: No, you look at trainers and jockeys, and and yes, and I do. you uh, you watch every races, don't you? I mean, I I've talked Absolutely. to you, and you have got you've got you got like you know you've got Golden Valley going and,
1: at home now, which. <laughs> it's like, no, I do. I'm, I mean, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays are some of my favorite days. I love me some honey Valley. I love Will Rogers. I like parks every now and then, you know. Um, yeah, I watch. That's an acquired taste, isn't it? It is, but as we've said before, sometimes the cheaper the better with me. I love these <laughs> are cheap horses. The cheap cheaper <laughs> Knowing you a little bit, you're
0: like that in your shopping, too. You shop that
1: way. (laughs) Right. I like some cheap horses, and believe it or not, and I never thought I would say this, but I love the Capita at Gulfstream. Okay. And I know I'm in the minority there, but I think Capita is one of the best things that Gulfstream has ever done. I absolutely, (laughs) I love it. Well, the one thing and especially that... because when I where I was doing woodbine, you know, I like woodbine, and you know, I think I've, I've picked up a lot, even though you know they're different. I mean, they're tapeta, but they're different, you know. And I, we, you know, some of those trainers like Drexler, um, you know, they have just been on fire down here with the tapeta. I mean, he's you know. What, when what, it, it's what, what's, the dress, what's the secret there? What's the secret there? On the Tapeta, because I let
0: you handle. Because you and I talk about the Gulfstream cards, right? And right. I say you got all the Tapeta races. I, I just, yes. you know, I think I At think least I've like, gone through. Yeah, but I yeah, see. I feel that I've had my share of Tapeta or uh, synthetic races when I was in California through all those years. So I feel like I'm tap it out. I'm tap it out. You know, you, you've and out. And I let you handle it. Out.
1: I'm tapped yeah. out on the Tapeta. You know, I don't I, mean, I don't watch a ton of like, you know, a ton of California racing. But I think that for Gulfstream because when I mean, it used to be like if you were going to get rain at Gulfstream, it decimated the entire card. You know? I mean, your turf races were just it, it, your scratches killed you. And then right. but now with the Tapeta You retaining some fields, I think it's really forced me to do a lot more with pedigree, which is not one of my strong suits. But, again, coming from handicapping at Woodbine, you know, um, love me some uncaptured, you know, on the capita. Toss every brethren you see. I don't even know why you would try it on there, but they do, and that's handy for us. You know. But you can get – and yeah. I know it, at the beginning of the meet, it was all – everybody was closing on the Tapita. Then, you know, as the championship meet went on, and I'm sure you know how – I don't understand all the te- technical stuff about the surface. But then, you know, speed started doing well. And then, you know, I think there are some of those – some riders that are just – do really well on it. I love Vasquez. Which on one? On the Miguel. Miguel? Miguel?
0: Oh, he's yeah. a great rider. I, I like that. And it I
1: lot. love um well and but and especially at the beginning of the meet or even in the fall when they first put it in, especially when you were having horses coming from off, I could really find some good prices just watching where Vasquez was going. Um, as it's been a little bit more speed favoring, Paco of course is doing well. I gotta ask you a question because I need to go back
0: a little bit. Um your experience in racing. You right, were,
1: I Right. Coming from where I came from, it is absolutely bizarre that I have now been into, I mean, what was that, what was that track? Um, Asinoba Downs in Canada you called one night. I was, <laughs> I was playing, playing
0: Asinoba Downs. You can even pronounce playing, it correctly.
1: I can't even. I don't think I yeah, can. I can't. You did. Playing. You had you pronounced it, it correctly. That was and, perfect. Um, yeah, I was, play- I was playing that one night. So, I mean, to, to really enjoy cheaper races, turf, and tapeta, because, you know, I've spent many years working for, you know, an owner that was very anti-synthetic. And I was in the Asmussen barn, which is not, you know, it, 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 it's not like a big turf barn, you know, the horses like Curlin and Rachel that I was around were not, you know, running on synthetic or, you know, grass, except that.
0: Well, one, well, that was my that point. Curlin, Curlin ran on a synthetic in California and you were there. Um, right. And you kind of right. learned a little bit from that because let me ask you, did you think Curlin was going to run good on that stuff?
1: Well, I mean, uh, it's hard for me to be. It was hard at that point for me to be, you know, objective because I thought Curling could do anything, which you know, he was, you know, my hero at the time. Um, But I mean, no, I mean, yes, you get, you know, dirt. Those really good, straight up, fast dirt horses. Looking back, no, you know.
0: Yeah. Right. Let me ask you one thing. You know, you were in Steve's barn for seven years. Um, yeah. I remember having yeah. a conversation with, yeah, um, I was having a conversation with Scott Blasey, and uh, he asked me how you were doing, you know, and I said, great, she's the handicapped And he looked over at me and goes, she's a good horsewoman. Um, and you have proven that, and what's interesting, you have taken it to another step. I mean, I, I, it blew, I mean my mind was, you know, mushroom cloud when you said you're playing at the Nova Downs. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like okay, we don't even offer that product. Maybe we should.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, do. we don't. But I, I love it. And there's there's another little track up in uh, Canada that I like to play every now and then. Fort it's Erie. Running. Is it Fort yes, Erie. It's Fort Erie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We can have and that product. When it's, you know. And when it's we... running, finger lights.
0: Really. Love finger Lakes. Yes. You, you you do the cheaper the better you know.
1: It, it's the <laughs> truth. It is the absolute truth. I, I'm I'm not going to deny no, it. No,
0: no. Well, you have had such a fill for so many years with all these good horses. These little cheap horses are a little bit more of a challenge, aren't they?
1: It is, and again, from front, if you're if you're a horse player, those you know a lot of times it's really big you know that's why I don't love the big days as much um I don't love the boutique meets as much because I just don't feel like you're you can get the kind of you know value than you can if you really pay attention to some of these smaller tracks and you know it takes I mean it takes a lot of dedication You you have to get in there you know watch it and really pay attention and, you know, I'll go through, I'll pull up the, you know, the, the, uh, uh, results, you know, and I'll take those little tracks and I'll go and back handicap it and stuff. And, you know, you just try to get a feel for the pattern and the source, you know, didn't look good this day, but then, you know, it, you can just really, again, you have to pay attention and really watch or buy our products.
0: Well, the well, one thing is <laughs> right, right. I mean, you can do both. I think uh, you know our product has got so many different aspects of handicapping that's right there in front of you it really helps you and and it really helps you in narrowing down horses without without having to do all the background work. I remember the days when I had to do my speed figures and I had to make speed right. figures every day. you know this right. is automatically done let me let me i mean. A lot but of people, people don't. Let me just you know, say something
1: really quick. Me, not mean to interrupt you, this it's important. I will absolutely forget it. But just like with the speed figures, I think that when you take what our product, you know, you take the product, and again, I just not just because you'll call and yell at me if I don't, but I do. No, <laughs> oh, come on! Don't know, say these, that. I don't know. Like I always know like if it's like Aww. if I'm watching your and I totally screwed it up and we had like, you know, <laughs> F one on top and I like completely ignored it and the phone rings, I'm like shit. <laughs> You're very quick on the draw.
0: Well you 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 were on the you were on the you were on the you were on the, were on the level four on floor one when we put together, you helped me put together the Delta figures. Um, and you, you know, we work together on that. So you understand them now for a lot of people who don't know your tracks are, you do Tampa, you do Gulfstream with me. We split them 50, 50. You'll be doing handling Gulfstream, which I want to circle back to Gulfstream. So I'll come back to that. You actually do fairgrounds, half the fairgrounds. And some of the time you actually do all of fairgrounds. You've done Mm -hmm. woodbine for us. You've done, um, who else? Uh, you're going to be working on Keeneland with me. Um, yeah. What else? What other tracks have have, have you done? Um
1: well, in the uh, pandemic, uh, you, we did Will Rogers. Oh
0: God, you loved you. You loved you loved. Like you said, I loved me some Will Rogers Downs. You were all over that.
1: Um, I do. I was just I was just trying to like get myself even for the day so I can stop and handicap for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and Will Rogers.
0: <laughs> will Rogers got us I'm through the a pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, yeah,
1: Will Rogers. Will Rogers, Rogers I, got I, us through the... Yeah, but I like Will Rogers. I like the Remington. Um, someday I want us to do, like, you know, Sam Houston.
0: I we think will. We do have
1: it. Good. Yeah, I mean... Right, right. But, I mean, as far as, like, a proper handicap, but I think there's like, some good stuff there, and those are a lot... I like those trainers, you know those are some cool.
0: let's circle back to Gulfstream. You said something the other day to me about Gulfstream being a um Gulfstream becoming a um a better track to gamble on after the
1: championship Absolutely. meet was over. Absolutely. Why? I don't I'm not a big fan of the championship meet. Um well because I mean you get these just huge heavy hitters. That are coming in, you know. You're, you get your Pletcher's and you know, and of course, you, you have Sappy year round, and he's always, you know, a lot of his horses are go off at short prices, and that's something you're always going to have to deal with because he's really, really good, right? But the championship meet, I just find it. I find that I'm having to look where the Ortiz brothers are. I find that, and this is not a bad thing, but a lot of people are playing it, and you know, as I was listening to um the Jason Bean con- podcast and PILO really identified it very well, when the championship meet is over a lot of the smart money go. Gets- and then those And, and I and
0: I be- took it I, I took it for farther. Uh twenty yes. clockers leave leave Florida. Right. But <laughs> and, you know, and you don't get all these horses being doubted.
1: Right. Those of us who, you know, do it year round, it's a really great opportunity for us because you know we're constantly dialed into it and then you get your barbozas you know and your d'angelos and all of those that are pleasa you know you can get some awesome prizes on Pleza horses during the summer um i was looking at uh, the card for tomorrow and you know there's a Tawaskin horse with vasquez i love me some Duoskin Vasquez com- combo. Um, um, he's such a cool on, guy. When I used to clock there, well, he would be. Uh, yeah, that's right. Just, you did
0: clock. You did clock for us over at Gulfstream Park. I did Park, clock you know? for y'all
1: against Gulfstream, and I love Duoskin. Yeah. Um, he doesn't fire. All you that often. Awesome, yeah, you don't get too many he good
0: horses. Yeah,
1: you don't get too many good horses. Though. He, it, yeah. You know. It's gonna, you're going to get paid. So, but if and if you're watching him all the time, then you can kind of have a better idea. But again, you have really got to put you got to put some work into it. You know, I mean there are,
0: you, know, with, you know a couple of
1: those days when I you know stayed up all night or you know I'm up till four o'clock in the morning. When you see that time that I put my stuff in, that usually means I was getting pretty into it.
0: Oh, I, I I I know I I know what you're talking about because I'll see when it was generated. It'll be like 4:34 a.m. Just right when about when I'm getting up, and I'm like, right, when does Amy sleep? You know?
1: Oh my gosh, there um, was that one day that I loved the cards, and I, was, I ended up literally staying up all night to like 7 a.m. And I was not only too exhausted to play what I liked the next day, but I was so <laughs> far in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: with, with your uh, yeah okay <laughs> yeah oh uh, you must have got a dirty look that morning because
1: <laughs> when, when you when you're when you don't when you live with someone who is not a horse player and you've right. been up all night they don't understand <laughs> <laughs> you could say it could be for worse things you know um, exactly but, uh, it's not like I was out out doing anything or anything but you know
0: yeah. <laughs> But no, it it, it you, you know it shows because uh, you know we have been on a roll as far as um, our our percentages being up. Fairgrounds was phenomenal. Fairgrounds was on the equivalent of of Gulfstream in numbers wise. It was even probably even better. About thirty percent winner percentage. Um, yeah, we,
1: we really, I, I, I mean, want to you know, just both go. Both of us really
0: enjoy fairgrounds. We were into fairgrounds. I mean, we did really really well there. Um, you know, and and it and it just works because, um, and it just works because you 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 seem to really zero in on some of those cheaper races. I am more into the maiden and 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 the higher quality horses, so it works exactly. out really well. You know, I'm in Florida. He's you make like like a really those, good you know. team. Yeah, you, yeah,
1: you do did. the you do the the bougie. Stuff and <laughs> okay, I like, like a little. I mean, give me some, some you know, the uh, gypsy trainers and you know, cheap Which stock is, but and,
0: Florida, in Florida, they pop out of the ground. I, you know, okay. you look, you go, Who's this guy? Yeah, you know, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I don't think they put sunflowers, uh, sunflowers down on and seeds into the ground. And pop up trainer. I don't think it works that way, you know. <laughs> um, but it's I it's just really you know. Kinda, I mean,
1: did you see the, the Mubarak horse that won um, Sunday, Sunday or Saturday? He finally broke through Gulfstream. Yeah. At Gulfstream, yeah. We we had yeah. seven
0: winners on top on Sunday.
1: Seven winners yeah. out of
0: twelve races. We had five out of fourteen um, on um, on Saturday. We actually had twelve out of the. Twenty, I think twelve. Uh, I think what was it? Seven. We had twelve out of the twenty-eight races. We had the top choice
1: winner. Yeah, and, yeah, and um, I, I would so, love to say that that you know it just all comes comes naturally, but <laughs> it's just it, we just we put in the work,
0: right? and
1: you know it's to the point where Tom actually mentioned that I was sleeping one night and I was mumbling. Third horse is in the rail.
0: <laughs> okay. In my sleep. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You know. Sleeping we, about the three off the rail, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. We, we, but, like you said it would be now nice we're we we go to like this. But it, mm, we're going what?
0: Well, we're moving Keenlin. on to Keelan. So you're going to have Tampa. Uh, you're still going to do a little bit of Tampa but we're mm-hmm. going to have Keeneland, and what well, else did you I mean like,
1: remember what's also mentioned you tried to convince me to go to the algorithm for Tampa.
0: Right, but I mean I'm sorry, and also we you're, you're going to be handling Goldstream.
1: Yes. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're we're not going to go to the algorithm for Tampa because I've I still got work to do there and then like 2 days later is when we had the uh $10,000 pick five right. ticket. Yeah. So.
0: And, and and also, you handle all
1: the tickets for all the tracks mm-hmm. um, that are running I do. that we Valley don't have. On Monday, the early pick five that we had um, on the sheet, which I liked that card a lot, it was $1,100 or something. It was over 1000 Right. Yeah.
0: That was yeah. just off the the algorithm. And I'm yeah. really proud of that. And you and I also
1: algorithm had with a hand in doing that. And you saw the ticket structure. Right, but one thing we're going to get in the future. I want to mention about the algorithm. Just right. like you know, speed figures, and everything else, and you know, I I love me some math. Um, there, that is M A
0: C H math.
1: Yeah, but you you have to when you start using them. You and I would love for us to be able to do more about how to use the algorithm in handicapping. Because just like a speed figure, you don't just look at the number and it's going to tell you something. You have to look at the number, put it in a context, know when to use it, and most importantly, know when not to use it. You know what I'm saying?
0: That is a wonderful idea. The only problem with that idea is finding the time. Because, right. it, it, I mean, you're up to 4 a.m., Right, you know, but
1: what I'm saying is like you know, I'm there's the way I'm going to use the algorithm, just like the way you're going to look at figures. It might differ between turf and dirt. Um, you know, we're still kind of developing how to work on that on the TAPITA. Um, right. and
0: and and, and the biggest problem with that, the biggest problem with being able to to separate the TAPITA from the turf and the dirt and be able to run statistics on what we see with our pace figures is that that Equibase and, and the PPs mm-hmm. don't have, they don't separate between right. turf and, 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 Capita, right. you know, and, and, and,
1: but, but and I, mean, I don't even need to necessarily do that. Just like if, you know, if you're start, if, if you're, even if you're using sort of a different kind of speed figure, right. You know, cause there's all different kinds of figures that you can use. But even you, you just, you, the way you're going to use the information in that situation, you might say, okay, well, before, okay, at the beginning of the meet, when they started the taffeta, I didn't want to be anywhere near an F1, right? I was looking for Interesting. the SF1s. Um, Which and is and the fastest closings fraction. It's the fastest closing, Right. As the meat changed, I had to change how I was looking at it. And so now I'm looking more for the F1s. I'll tell you this, and I said this before, and you thought I was crazy, but it's absolutely true. And, you know, the numbers <laughs> show it. At hey, Woodbine, wait, how many
0: times has it been the other way around? Okay. How many times has it been at the other Woodbine, way
1: on the the main at Woodbine, F 3 are huh. one of the things that I'm going to key in on. It is, it's, yeah, at, at Woodbine, FF3, and I think that is going to that. I'd like to look into it more, but I think that Woodbine, that's a, it's more of a pace issue. Okay. And I will, you know, when I'm a lot of times if I'm looking at a dirt race, the first thing I'm going to look for is is the the F1 when I'm doing a woodbine race on the main, the first thing I'm going to look at is F 3 That's kind of what I'm scanning down for. And then, you know, I might be like, okay, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. And there's probably a reason that, you know, I might disregard it, but it's the thing I'm going to look for first. It's kind of where I'm going to center a bit, if that makes any sense.
0: I want to say this because people are saying, Bruno, why have you kept, Um, Amy in a closet and not let her do a podcast before and I got to say this and I need you to step up you know Amy is not a very extroverted person she's not the type that's going to go on to a radio show she's not I mean it's like I mean you are phenomenal you read the you read Past performances extremely well. You view the races extremely well. And it doesn't matter, taffeta, turf, dirt. You do that. You do that in multiple tracks with multiple different um, trainers and jockeys. But getting you on a podcast and talk like you have, um, it's been absolutely marvelous. I'm creating more you know I'm, I'm creating a more
1: podcasting. Recluse. And that's one of the things I love about handicapping. If you give me a stack of PPs, computer, my colored pens, and just and let me sit board. in the corner for like 12 hours, and I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to see, I don't even want to talk about it. That's funny. And, you know, even, and I, knowing only, you as well,
0: I've known you now 10 years, 11 years, 10 yeah. years. Knowing you as well as I do, I absolutely have to second that and say, she's not lying. <laughs> no,
1: I, I am like I am an absolute recluse. It is a big deal if I have to go to the grocery. Like I don't. <laughs> I'm an absolute recluse. Um, and you're
0: yeah. actually a big competitor. Uh, I I know the competition you and I had sometimes. I would hate it. I would go. I would go to the breeder's cup, and you'd say, oh, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. I'd come home, and you know, you know, American Pharaoh would beat F and X. And I would come in. I'd I go out and have an accident
1: And it. you're well, like,
0: oh, I had that. I had that exacta. I'm like, well, how about a heads up? And you know, I'm not telling
1: anybody. Well, even I'm not now you'll be like, you'll call me sometimes. And you'll be like, hey, you like anything today? Mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh no. I. I. It, yeah. Yeah. It's like Physically, I'm
1: not. I, so
0: I don't even ask anymore. I just wait for the sheet. No.
1: Right. Okay. Anyway. Sure. So. The best thing you can do is don't ask me. Just look at a sheet. <laughs>
0: See, well, no, I let's talk about tall, Keeneland. Now, Keeneland, okay. Keeneland's the first track you ever uh, handicapped, right? Well,
1: well, yeah, coming from living in Kentucky and just outside of Lexington where I grew up. Yeah, Keeneland is, Keeneland is oh, my gosh, back in the, the good old days when um, you could still, you know, do, do the simulcasts at Keeneland. When I was, like, in grad school – I used to go to Keelan during the simulcast and it would be like me and like four old guys. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and, <laughs> I would, and of course, still then I was a bit of a recluse. So I would sit in my little bench, like way over in the corner and never really talk to anybody. I, you know, nod my head or smile or anything, but I would just sit in my corner. It's like, I love, like, I love some degenerate gamblers. Those are my people. Like, I like the people who go to, you know, who used to, again, before you had to go to the Red Mile, who'd go to Keemla on a Wednesday betting whatever track, you know, in, you know, March. You know, I mean, it was just, I love those degenerates are my people. They're just, I like them.
0: I recall one day, you actually, I've learned some lessons from you. I was... Huffing and puffing and bitching and complaining about Todd Pletcher and he was winning everything. Do you remember what you said to me?
1: I was like, if you if you're if you know that this is a thing, then you need to use that to make money. Don't bitch about it. Cash it. <laughs> Right. And, and it was like, you were right. I remember especially I looked at you. Especially if something like that is just kind of sitting in your crawl, the I find the best way to make yourself feel about feel better about it is to make some money off of it.
0: No, absolutely. You and, and, and you were a hundred percent right. And we've had some huge days when we identified that Butcher was gonna win. Now uh, or, or Chad Brown or, uh, yeah. you know, or you know, you know know any trainer that gets on a roll. Now, with right. Keeneland, what will be interesting, you know, first of all, we're going to be the only one with workouts, uh, full workout yeah. report. I just put in a ton of works for opening day. We're going to have probably over 200 works in there with all of the babies covered. Um, going into Keeneland, are you going to change what you do or are you just going to... Sit back and watch. What do you mean? I mean, well, sit I back and watch and kind of watch it develop.
1: I'm going to, I like to, I like to watch the first couple of days. I think, you know, we are, it's been absolutely pouring in Lexington today. Um, the, my entire apartment is just owed to wet dog because it's just nasty. <laughs> it's going to be cold. And I I it that's the thing. It takes me and again I'm I'm not the fastest to pick things up, as you know. Um i I always need a race is the way we say it. So I, I like to kind of, you know, get my bearings for a couple of days before I really start, you know, playing a lot. Um but as far as, you know, Using our, you know, what we do with the algorithm and all that kind of stuff. I do. I kind of like to do what I was done before that has worked, and then I like to have my center. And then if I need to adjust, I know where to adjust from. You know,
0: you've been really good about that. You adjust really well. Um, and and like, for example, um, and and for example. Um, this weekend I'm gonna be taking the lead a little bit more because there's so much yeah. more quality races. You know, but when I think we get into the meet like on a Wednesday and Thursday and yep. you've got those
1: yep. non winners at two
0: and those oh you know, Amy Amy's gonna be running be running amok.
1: Um cleaning, and, cleaning and... races in the middle of the week. That's my jam.
0: <laughs> I like that. Your jam and and uh you, I uh, love me some uh, claim cheap horses, uh, yeah. uh, but <laughs> so. But I, I, I'm going to go in kind of open, open-minded as well because I'll tell you, we don't know if we're going to get turf racing on Friday. I mean, you guys, right. you know, you guys are building an arc over there. You know, yeah, um, it's don't use it's that gonna... wet carpet, that wet dog carpet. No good. No bet. Pe- oh wet taffeta is no good. You know, right. <laughs> So, but uh, it will be interesting. So, you, this is today is Wednesday. You have had rain all day. Did it rain yesterday too?
1: Not so much yesterday. Today has been has been Nonstop. pretty pretty yucky. And then I, I think we're supposed to get some storms coming through. And yeah, it was a it was a three towel walk for the dog. <laughs> so, oh, wow, measuring. The
0: And uh, for those of you that might know, that's Cassius and Michael. Michael is the dog that that, uh, had heart surgery. Uh, And give an update on Michael, by the way. How is his heart doing?
1: Good. He goes back to OSU, go Buckeyes, um, the Ohio State University, on July 12th for his yearly heart checkup. And, yeah, he takes his medicine, but, yeah, he's – He's, um, you know, you,
0: you, you boy, know, you live the story. Oh, he's spoiled, right? I mean, we had a cheeseburger a few hours after his surgery on yep. the way back down from Columbus. Yep. And, and a lot of people don't know the story. Uh, we took Michael up there to have, because he, he had a, um, um, he had a, 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 a paralyzed, not a paralyzed flap, a, a, a flap that was still attached. Both his flaps and his yeah. pulmonary artery the were, it was fused. A mouth. Yeah. yeah the, it was yeah, it was fused together, so they weren't going opening up and, and allowing blood flow, and then shutting down, not allowing blood flow to come back. So what we we, we took we had to take him up there, and it was October, 14th, I want to say, uh, 2018, and mm-hmm. we had to have him this balloon plasty, and we drove up there very nervous. We came back with with him and great, and I remember coming back. It was. Um, I got a, a friend of mine texted me like during the morning and said, "Are you betting on Baldor today? Do you like Baldor from Asmussen? Yes. Car? And I said, that was the "Yes." the
1: horse at Churchill.
0: Well, that was the horse that I was, that was at Saratoga course. with Brian Lazarica, and um, I think Mike Mike, Mias- Mike Mika's from Mike Mike Saratoga. And, and mm-hmm. Laz, and we had watched uh, on August 8th that year, Bulldore worked 59 out of the gate. But when he went back underneath me, I made the boys watch that horse. He was, his eyes were bulging out. His nostril was flaring. His mind, his little mind was blown. So I looked at the boys and I said, look at it, and, you're, and, you'll, and, you'll, and you'll, you'll agree with me because you know Steve and Scott. As soon as that horse was going to go back to the barn, and Steven and Scott looked at him. He wasn't going to work for a month. Yeah. And, and sure enough, you know, he didn't run at Saratoga. He didn't work until September 8th or something at Churchill. Well, then he shows up at Keeneland. He's training at Keeneland. So what does, what does Steve do? He's brilliant. He, he makes sure the horse is not going to blow his brains out again with a fast work. So he works yeah. from 114 out of the gate. Easy, early, don't let them run, don't let them run, and just let them finish late. And then a 102 where we finished in 24. So we're driving back, and we're coming back from Columbus with Michael, um, and, and I'm kind of trying to hurry up because I want to get home and, and bet the late, late pick four. And sure enough, we get home in time uh, about an hour before. We settle Michael and everything. And um, I'm sitting watching the races, and he's in the, I think he was in the eighth race or something uh, as a maiden. Well, mm-hmm. we get the first two home, including a $35 uh, George Arnold horse, Rusty Arnold. Uh, yeah. And we come up to the race. He's nine to two. They're betting a horse named Steed something from Larry Jones's barn. He's eight to five. Well, Bulldor breaks from the gate, gets the lead. You know, I mean, I've got a, $2 pick four going. I'm betting him to win. I'm betting exactus. And he just goes wire to wire and he even gets headed by Super Steed. That's the name of that other horse. Um, mm-hmm. And comes back on and beats him. And it came back that, you know, with little Michael sitting right there next to me, He we hit for almost $8,000 on that pick four, which took care of all the expenses with Michael. You know? <laughs> so, very handy. So that was. Yeah, it came in very handy, and, and we had a little bit left over. So not good only karma. was it a, that was good karma, exactly. But it also goes to show you one thing: that if you like a horse, you find a way to bet it, and you find yeah. a way to maximize it. Period. You know, and that's one of my favorite stories because of Michael and and, yeah. and, and 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 what he went through. That poor little boy. You know, he it broke my heart when I knew he, his heart could give out at any time. It scared us, oh, you know. Terrible. So he
1: is—he is a—he is, is an unbelievably special, special little soul.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He can be a little redneck sometimes, but you—you know, oh, yeah. you know he's, he's we're Kentucky not even going to talk about possums that he's destroyed. You know, Kentucky bred. Yeah, he's a Kentucky bred. <laughs> but <bread>. uh, <laughs> yeah, Kentucky bread. Um, but, um, but I'm looking forward to Keeneland because I think this is another part where teamwork is going to really help on this track it's going to really help the product it helped the gulf yeah. stream it helped the fairgrounds um i i, I can't i can't uh, you know i'm always looking and saying okay let's see if anybody can really outdo us on those tracks i i, I really can't think anybody with the percentages to get pull off on it every day putting that information out every night and you know without scratches without knowing the betting pattern without anything to be able to do what you do, Amy, is phenomenal. And I, I I have seen you went from just, you know, a maiden to basically being a grade one type handicapper. That's why it's not highly
1: Well, uh, it was definitely kicking and screaming for a while. Um, <laughs> I did not go gently into the handicapping like this world. I always liked to play, but it's it's a different it's a different thing when you're you're handicapping every race and making a selection for every race, you know, even races that in the real world you wouldn't play, you know. Um, and that, that is sometimes that is challenging. And for someone who, again, like sometimes you'll call and ask me, do you like anything? And i like, I don't know. When I actually do, I just don't like it. But just putting that stuff out there for someone like me who is very much Reclusive, um, and doesn't really like to talk about it very much. Is you know, was a big deal. So we we've, we've come a long well, way.
0: The one thing that's going to come of this is that people are going to want to have you uh, be part of the podcast more. So um, you know that that you know you may have to come out of your little
1: shell. No pun intended. I'm I'm slowly cracking it.
0: a little bit. I a couple. I, I, I've, I've interacted.
1: I interacted. with people on Twitter today, including you. I, I, I was like, I was like, Amy. And I, yeah, and people, a... I interacted with human beings on Twitter, but you know, still big deal for me. My world.
0: Yeah, no, it is, and 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 let me just say this: that um, you used to sit there and say this is going to change your life, right? <laughs> Remember, like a yeah. zucchini, shredder, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's like it's going to change your life. I want yeah. to tell you that handicapping has really made you a much more confident and a, a very, very um, successful handicapper in my eyes.
1: I, I really, really, it's like, again, you know, coming from, you know, when i first graduated from regular college. I was in journalism, sports writing. And I find it fascinating that people, you know, who don't understand handicapping feel like I'm not using my, you know, background. And I'm like, I literally write up courses all day long, right? It's, you know, <laughs> the same thing. But then when you put sort of what I love about math, statistics, not even just that, but, you know, algebra, you know, I like move. A, i love just sort of all of the math part of it. So I kind of feel like I'm telling you this before when I'm sitting down to do a card, to me, it almost feels like I'm sitting down to do like a SAT, you know, to me, it's like a, it's like a test, you know, with heavy analytic and <laughs> quantitative sections to it. And so, And you are very
0: analytical. Yeah. Yes, you are. That's what I
1: love to do. Is um, you give me something to study. That's that's where I'm good at.
0: Well, I think. Yeah, it doesn't come um,
1: easily. It's not that you know. I would love to be like, yeah, you know, took me an hour, but (laughs) you know, we put a lot of work into. You have your face. We put a lot of work into it and um, we, we
0: actually do I, A lot of people don't understand my don't don't um don't really see how how the sausage is made so to speak i hate that term but right um, well i mean
1: like i'm saying you know when you're saying i mean i i feel a responsibility um like if if i was just doing it just on my little notebook and it's just me playing it's one thing but I feel a responsibility to, you know, the team that, you know, we work with and especially to the people who buy the product. You know, I feel a lot of responsibility. So I will. Well, it everybody, is not everybody's going to want to know who you're like now for <laughs> me to, to stay up while. until 4 a.m. You know, you can ask Tom, he hates it, but I love to stay up late because if it's not, if I'm not feeling it, I'm going to keep Working on it, because I really feel a lot of responsibility to to you know the customers
0: well, amen, we all do um, I'll give you an example to uh, to everybody out there on um, on Fridays, we have our zoom at eight o'clock, so we have to get the complete product done that we're zooming on by like seven o'clock, and that may be double products we may have Fairgrounds yeah. and Gulfstream that we got to talk
1: about. And we get oh, well, well, a done. I had Fairgrounds, Tampa, and Gulfstream on Fridays for a while. I was like right. an absolute nut job. I mean, in a good way, but it was just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> By, like, fr- the end of Friday, Saturday morning, I was, like, twitching, you know.
0: Well, yeah, but we I mean, it. pretty much uh, it is. We every week we do it, you know, and a lot of people don't understand that there is a lot of good teamwork there. Um, uh, Amy and I have been friends, good friends for a long time, and and uh, I couldn't be more happier to have her on board um, uh, and and doing what we do. So, um, Amy, um, I want to ask a question about not not about your resolve with a certain track. Tell tell me a little bit about how you are actually developing your own spreadsheets now with your information.
1: Yes. Well I mean I use again you know the the stuff that we we come up up with but especially for like the Gulf stream when there's not a lot of good data about the capita out there. Um, and so I have to go in and manually, you know, enter the stuff, but especially the tracks that I really, really like where, you know, the, year-round tracks, the year round tracks, the Gulf streams where you're going to, you know, watch it for you know quite a while and you're getting the same horses over and over and over again. I love having those spreadsheets where I have what I wrote about the horse before, you know, what I'm thinking about for, for this time. And, you know, you can just see your own patterns. And, and the biggest thing with, with it too is you can see where you're screwing up. And that is, you know, you got, I like, to spreadsheets are very humbling. But that's, you know, I find them to be really good learning opportunities. And again, I'm looking at, I love using, of course, I use the PPEs. I use a lot of stuff. But one of the things I love using is the algorithm. Again, you know, we helped you when we right. were making it, you know, the Delta figures and stuff. And we, it's come a long way, but that's on the spreadsheet, that's one of the things I'm trying to kind of look at and track. Um, and hopefully, you know, by next fall, we'll have a lot of much better data on the the Taffeta and Gulfstream, and just watch them like you know, get or something. I don't know. Got so all this work into it, but
0: well, what I uh, go ahead finish it off. You're no, no, call. no.
1: Go ahead. I don't even know what I'm thinking.
0: <laughs> well, the, the biggest <laughs> thing to me is is coming up with a good product,
1: and yeah, and we're constantly and, um, trying to improve that which is, again, you know, one of the reasons that I'm hoping, you know, we can get our own, some of our own data, you know, so you can kind of see some of those patterns on the Tabita. And, you know, we're always trying to improve the product, not just, and, again, love it that, you know, huge responsibility to the clients. But I use it myself.
0: Get more from Bruno by going to racingwithbruno.com.